All right. Welcome to another episode of the Prosperous Man podcast, where we are just big proponents that prosperity is more than just having zeros in your bank account and that we can be successful in families, relationships, marriages, entrepreneurship. We just want to be able to be successful in all areas of our lives. So today I've got special guest with me, Mr. Let me say Dr. Jeremy Sutton. Make sure I want to give honor to where honor is due. You earn that. So, but Jeremy is a physical therapist with the mission of helping 10,000 healthcare providers self-publish books in order to increase their authority, grow their brand, and serve more clients, and to make a little extra money, a little more money, praise the Lord. So Jeremy has been working in the physical therapy community for two decades, and in 2008, he, 2018, he decided to add author to his resume. That's awesome. And uh, he has now self-published six books on Amazon and has worked with more than 30 other healthcare providers, helping them accomplish their dreams of becoming a self-published author. So Jeremy, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Prosperous Man podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's, it's, it's an honor to be here with you today. Uh, I appreciate it. And just kind of as we get started, um, why don't you kind of tell the people a little bit about yourself and yeah, maybe an interesting yeah. factor too. Oh, an interesting fact. I beat up a car one time when I was 15. So that's that's interesting. And not too many people have done something that stupid. Um, no. So, yeah, man. So I help help people publish, write self-published books. Um, since 2019, September of 2019, we've actually had 49 books published uh, with my uh, myself and my team. And uh, we've had uh, 47 people become authors. So a couple of those people wrote multiple books. So we've been able to do that. And, you know, I had a, I once had my own physical therapy clinic and uh, through some different issues and problems, my, uh, we actually had to close that filed bankruptcy, was sued twice. And uh, so now I'm, you know, growing my online business, self-publishing and writing, book moss publishing, and it's growing, going great. And uh, hopefully by the end of this year, not hopefully by the end of 2021, I'll be full-time in that and uh, just helping people write and publish books and, and grow their business and increase their income with that. So that's, that's, what, that's what's going on. Okay, that's awesome. Just being able to have something to transition into. And I've just, I've said this kind of multiple times this year is that if anything last year showed a lot of people that you, you're kind of like the traditional job may not always be there. Nobody's yeah. expecting the pandemic to just shut everything down and we're kind of still in it. So, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people were furloughed. And I think it was kind of eye-opening for a lot of people like, okay, we need to have something else. Or, you know, there's no time like the present time to jump on that dream if you want to make it a little, make it yeah. into a hustle or your full-time job. Like, Absolutely. You know, 2020 was the best year I've ever had financially, um, which is crazy because of everything shutting down. And so, you know, I'm still a full-time physical therapist and I, and I still have my online business with my, my team and I help people write their books. And But the reason it was my most uh, financially successful year ever was because I have an online business, you know, because I, you know, we, as, as physical therapists, we work. And sometimes if you want to make extra money as a physical therapist, you can, you can go get a weekend job or home health or whatever you want to do. But a lot of that was shut down last year because of COVID and, 
there is no overtime to be had anymore anywhere because because of COVID. And so, you know, thankfully, I, I you know, had started in this online business thing a few years ago and started growing it to where it is now. But, um, you know, if it hadn't been for that, I would have been struggling just like everybody else, uh, and you know, or a lot of people. And, it, and it's tough. And so. Yeah, that's awesome. So what I what I really wanted to talk to you about today and kind of have you walk us through is self-publishing. You know, I think a lot of people have an idea to write a book. I've got ideas that I want to write a book. So, you know, I think people at some point they have the idea like, oh, maybe I should write a book and the follow through never really is there. Yeah. But let's start at the beginning. Like, what is the difference between self-publishing and a more traditional route? Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's about a four hour discussion, but I'll break it down to you for a, in a few minutes. You know, first, I would say that there's about 80 percent of people in, in the United States want to write a book and only one percent of that 80 actually go through with it and complete their book and publish it. So um, a lot of us have this idea, hey, I'd love to write a book. We just never do it for many reasons, time, money, effort, family, business, whatever. So but really. Self-publishing a book, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll put it into this perspective. I self-published one of my books in one day. So I, I, I wrote it. I, I, I'd asked some questions. It was based on questions of fears of self-publishing a book. So I'd asked these questions in my Facebook group, Book Boss Tribe, and got all these answers. And then I, I put that in a document and I printed it and, and typed up everything and then published it on Amazon that night. So you can, you can do that in, in eight to 12 hours versus um, if you're going to go traditional publishing, it may take you one to three years to get it published because you have to find somebody to take the book, you know, and pick it up and then all this stuff. And so that's really the biggest difference is the time frame. Uh, my first book was I started, uh, it was on an online course. And on Friday afternoon, I started, um, you know, typing everything and editing it from my videos. And on Sunday, I published it. So my first book was published in three days. So there's a lot of, you know, just you can get it done fast. Okay. So that's, I would say that's the first thing. The, the second difference would be you can, anybody can self-publish a book about any topic uh, that you want to self-publish. You can go on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or iTunes, you know, iBooks. There's so many different platforms you can use. Those are some of the biggest ones. Uh, but with, you know, traditional publishing, you one, you have to find a publisher that'll accept you. And if you're, if you've never written a book before, well then, you know, nobody knows you and I, if we're, if we're going to write a book and you say, Hey, I want to write a book about being a prosperous man or a prosperous person. Well, well, why do we even care if you write a book, you know, as a, as a publisher? And so that's the first thing is you're, you're an unknown. And second, they're only going to publish and promote so many books a quarter. Well, if, if they do publish your book and let's say you're fortunate enough to get picked up by a publisher, uh, they're only, they're not going to promote it very well unless you're a big name. So if you're a Dave Ramsey or a, um, you know, Grant Cardone or Russell Brunson or someone like that, or, you know, former president or first lady or whatever. Well, of course they're going to promote your book, but if this is your first or second book, it's not going to get the promotion it needs. So you're still going to have to quarterback your marketing and your launch strategy, even if you do go with the traditional public publisher. So those are a few just simple things that are differences. Okay. So, which, I mean, I guess would make sense. It's I especially from the publisher's point of view, like why would I promote somebody that's just writing their first or second book when I have a president that's got yeah. backing Absolutely. and social status and everything that's going yeah. to 
look almost a number one. Like, like you look at how controversial Donald Trump is right now. If he writes a book, they're still going to promote it because it's oh, more yeah. controversy sales. So yeah. that's why you still look at CNN and he's still probably five or six stories on their you know, page. Like he's gone, but he's not gone. And so versus me or you, like there's nothing exciting about us that that everybody knows. Yeah, not to that degree that the whole world is going to be like, oh, that's right. That's right. And then, you know, another thing that I thought of when you were talking is if you do publish a book, self-publishing, well, if I do it on Amazon, it doesn't cost me anything to do that. And then I can buy my author copy. My first book was 60 pages and it cost two dollars and 30 cents to print and then another seven cents per book to to um to ship to my house. I ordered 100 books. It was $237 uh, for my books. Well, when you go with a traditional publisher, a lot of times you have to buy 500 copies of your book, 1,000 copies, 2,000 copies of your book. And so when you do that, you don't know if that book's going to sell. Hopefully it will. If you launch it and market it correctly, it will. And there's a set framework that you can follow that you can do that. But if you don't do those things, then you've got a stack of 2,000 books in your closet that you don't want. So yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, okay. So you've, you've been helping people in building your own business and helping people publish books and write, you know, write their books, publish their books. So that stat that you gave earlier was so amazing that 80% of people want to write a book, but only one of 1% actually do. So as you are helping people, how have you been helping them to move from that one, that 80% to the 1%? Yeah. You know, one fear, fear is a huge problem. So fear is a paralyzer, you know, fear keeps you from doing the things that you want to do. So that's the one thing is say, look, look, Leonard, there's going to be people that absolutely hate your book. Okay. Let's just get over. There's going to be people that absolutely hate your podcast. And that's just part of life. But there's going to be people that love your book, love your podcast. There's going to be people that send you email saying, this is exactly what I needed. I needed to read this today or hear this today. So you, but you have to, you, you don't worry about the people that say, I love you. You worry about the people that say, I hate you. Um, and so that's, that's one thing. That's the first thing people have to get over. Okay, let's, let's get over this. And then just knowing that you are an expert. So everybody is an expert about something, whether it be a doctor, an attorney, whether it be a plumber, a, a teacher, uh, whatever it is, an artist, you're all, you, we all know something that other people don't know, or we're one or two steps ahead of everyone else. So once you start to see yourself as an expert, then you can see yourself writing the book. And then really where the roadblock is, is the outline of the book. So people can come up with a topic. They can come up with an audience. So I always tell my, my, my clients to let's, let's pick your topic first because you know a whole thing, you know, especially because I deal with a lot of medical professionals. Um, so we know a lot about the body. So what one thing do you want to talk about? And then who's your audience? It can't be every podcaster. Well, I guess you could niche down to podcasters, but it, it would be better if you niche down to podcasters in the entrepreneurial space or podcasters in the real estate space or something like that. So we're just niching down even further. And then we mind map a book. So we write down every idea about our topic we have. I like to do it on pen and paper because I'm still old school with that. Or you can use an app. And then you start to pull from that mind map and you start to outline your book. And so that's what I do very first with my class. We get on a Zoom call like you and I are right now. And we have a roadmap call. We say, okay, these are our 10 chapter titles or 20. And we may not even have a title. We just have an idea. Okay, we know we want to talk about uh, plumbing a, a toilet today. That's chapter two or whatever. And so well, what are the steps? And so within that outline, and sometimes I have outlines that one chapter is three pages. Sometimes I have outline where the whole book's one page. But we outline that book 
And that's really what keeps people in. And it took me a few months because I started out with an online course that was very inexpensive, but it took me a few months to figure out this is where people are getting stopped in the process. It's not that they don't have time to write because none of us have time to write, okay? Um, you make time to do things that are important. So it wasn't that they didn't have time. It wasn't the fear at this point. It was the, I can't get my book out my Because if you just, you know, if you start with step one and you never know what step two is, you never know if you're completed with step one or not. So, so if you outline your book, you know what you're going to write. And, and that was the thing when my first book, I started writing about neck pain because I'm a physical therapist. I was like, okay, well, now I'm going to talk about arm pain. Now I'm going to talk about, um, you know, why the neck causes, you know, arm pain and different things. But then it was like, okay, well, what do I want to talk about next? Well, now my books, I already know where I'm going. So it's just bam, 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 bam. And it gets done a lot quicker. You know, that, that makes a lot of sense because I know, just kind of speaking for myself, I know how I think. And it's very much like that if, if you give me just a topic, I could be all over the place because I'll, I'll just go with kind of like the thoughts that are in my head. And like I'll jump from topic to topic or from area to area within that topic, but kind of doing the mind map and taking, taking an outline from that, I could already see how that would help me to be like, okay, for this section, I'm going to write about this. And you know, yeah. these steps or these things that are involved in that, like, oh, that makes a lot more sense to me now like okay yeah that's not as hard as i maybe have thought it would be yeah it's it's and it's funny it's not hard to write a book it's a lot of work um because and you think people say well i'm not a good writer it doesn't matter you can you can dictate your book on your phone and then and then have it transcribed and and you can work from there and then edit but the you need to have a good idea and you need to have good content, meaning you do actually know what you're talking about, but then you have an editor. That's what they do. You know, they edit your content so it makes sense. So you don't have to be the greatest writer. I'm, I'm not I'm not a classically trained writer. Um, you know, I made a C in English, my second English in college, you know, I mean, it's like, you don't have to be perfect. And I think getting rid of like some of those beliefs that we think, you know, where we kind of disqualify ourselves from even beginning the process. It's like, you know, we'll think, oh, I didn't major in English in college or, right. you know, things like that. Like, well, no, if you can read the book, you should be able to write the book. Yeah, do, do you think that, um, you know, Dave Ramsey, who's a huge selling author, Tony Robbins, any of those guys, whoever it is, do you think that they were English majors? No, some of them didn't even go to college. Who cares? <laughs> they have great ideas. Right. And I think that's it. Just narrowing down on the idea that you want to write about and then absolutely going yeah. from there. So, OK, awesome. So now that you are you're helping people and, you know, you've got somebody that you're doing a one on one and they, they've got their idea and they've, they've you know, you guys have kind of mind mapped it out and they got their outline. How do you help them kind of get over the next hurdle? Uh, maybe it is time or. Yeah. You know, I love the quote where you said you kind of make time for the things that you want. Sometimes we need help to get there. So I offer several things. I offer my hand to hold their hand and I offer my foot to kick their butt. So, <laughs> you know, we have two hands and two feet. So, you know, I'm, I'm there for them. So it's, it's really kind of a, you know, we get in the, you know, I'm kind of their co-pilot to, so to speak, where, when they get hung up, I'm there, you know, they have my phone number, we have email, we have weekly meetings where we get on Zoom calls. And, and so that's, that's a part of it. But the biggest part is that that 
first call where we set everything up. And so not only do we outline the entire book on that first call when I work with people, but we outline the timeline. And so we have, have two authors that, whose books will be published in June, one who will be published in March. And I have a, set, a call tonight with, with one of them that we haven't decided when her book's going to be ready yet. But we say, okay, your book's going to be done on June 1st. It's going to be in your hand. And so we just reverse engineer everything. So we know that the book has to be, you know, ready to publish two weeks beforehand, meaning it's already been approved on Amazon. You've already seen a proof copy, you know, or wherever you're going to print it from. And you've already looked over, you know, a physical copy of the book. And so by it being ready on June 1st, that means you've already got a, a copy of the finished product in your hand. And so we know, okay, well, it has to be ready in two weeks and or two weeks ahead. Well, it has to be edited several months ahead. It has to be formatted after that. Cause we, I have a professional editor and book cover designer formatter and, okay. um, you know, all on my team. And so once, once they take the book and, and we say, okay, you know, they send it to me and I look through it and I say, okay, looks good. This doesn't make sense here or change the text or tense or whatever. Well, then they approve it. And then we send it to, um, Nate, my editor. And after Nate gets it back, we send it to George, who does our formatting. And then after we get back from him and then, you know, they, the author makes sure everything looks good. And we, we have it, it looks like, you know, what your brand is with your business and it, it meets your, you know, I have a little test that says, does this align with who I am? Does this align with my voice? Does this align with my brand? Is this the message I want to send out to people? And that's the final test before we get it ready to go out in front of the public. Uh, and then once all that's ready, I have a uh, you know team member Abby who gets people booked on ten podcasts or Roku's channels or YouTube or whatever, and I have another teammate uh, Robbie who gets you on blogs. And so we're just building all this pressure um, to show you. But we have that I have that you know professional team that's in place that walks you through each step um, if that's what you want to do. And some people don't. I have a I have a course that takes you through you know no idea all the way to published if you're a DIY kind of person and want to do that. But yeah, we're, we're there to hold their hand and kick them in the butt whenever they need it. And, you know, sometimes people want to cry and we're, I'm, I'll listen to you. I'll even cry with you because I'm a crier. So it's whatever they need. <laughs> that's awesome. And I think that's, that's something I've seen, you know, when people have done different online courses or different like programs is like once you pay your money, you don't really hear from them again. Like it's just paid yeah. your money, watch the videos, and the rest is kind of up to you. And sometimes you need a little bit, kind of more than that. You need somebody that yeah. sometimes will hold your Absolutely. hand or kick you in the butt. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really getting away from, I don't even promote my online course a whole lot anymore. Um, I, it was up to about $2,000. I'm probably going to drop it down to 500 and and just have it available if people do want to choose that option. But But one of the things that is very common in the online course world is, about 10% of people actually complete the coursework and, and do what they're supposed to. Um, and I'll have to go back and look at my course and I think it's about the same. It may be a little higher. And so I've really stepped back away from that. And that was just kind of my getting my feet wet in the online world. But now I'm more, you know, I, I don't really promote, I haven't launched my course in, in six or eight months and I don't promote it unless people are like, I don't really want to go this route. I say, well, I have this option for you if you want to do that. But because of exactly what you said, you know, one, it's, it's, I can keep it small enough to where I can still reach out and my team members can as well, but still I would rather, if you want to get a book done, I would rather you get it done than pay me and still never get it done. Cause it just, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't enjoy that. Cause I won't, I don't want to say I've sold 
you know, I would rather say I've sold 50 or, or you know, worked with 50 people and they all got their book done versus say I've sold 10,000 courses and five of them have their book done. Right, right. And, and I've been on the opposite side of that, of being the being the consumer, of taking, you know, yeah. signing up for the course and you're like, sure, I have to. This, this is great, but I got other questions or it'd be nice to have somebody to talk to and like run this idea and like, okay, I don't know what I'm yeah, doing. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've bought so many online courses in the last few, I don't know how much money I've spent on personal development. Oh, um, probably in the last. Oh yeah. Mine you, too. You're buying another course. What, <laughs> what's this one for? Yeah. Doing? <laughs> yeah. I, and I would say anybody that, you know, that wants to be prosperous, whether it be mentally, spiritually, physically, financially. And I think those are, those are all four, you know, ways you can be prosperous in your life is instead of buying an online course, get a coach, you know, somebody that's done it because I've bought at least 10 online courses in the last few years. I've spent over, I have no, I have spent over $30,000 in the last five years on uh, coaching and self-development and things like that. And it's paid off. I've, I've made that money back. But the problem is, is if you buy a course, just like what you said is maybe you're in their group or whatever for a few months and then you can't, you don't hear from them ever again. But, uh, you know, when you have a coach and, you know, I, I've, I've never been a guy that pays to have friends like I, I like fraternities and sororities where I didn't like that idea when I was in college. I'm like, I'm not paying you to be my friend. And I know it goes way beyond that. And if I offended someone over that, I'm sorry. But in the in the business world, in reality, if you want to get ahead and you want to progress to where someone else is, then you need somebody that's ahead of you to help you go through that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I. I'd like the same approach. It's a, it's a level of accountability when you're one-on-one, -on -one, when I know I have to check in with you every Absolutely. week or even every month or, you know, whatever. If I know that there's a level of accountability and there's a level of like having a relationship with somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Which makes a difference. So that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So as you have been helping people, I guess, you know, for somebody that still kind of has that idea, you know, New Year starting, they want to write their book or they want to get started and they want to really give it a go and like really kind of put it down. What, what were like just, I guess, maybe three or four things to really help them get going and start this, you know, start the book writing process or, you know. Sure. Yeah, I would say first off, just a shameless plug, join my book boss tribe group on Facebook if you're interested. And there's 70 videos in there that walk you through. It's pretty much my course, um, you know, without any interaction. I mean, you still ask questions in there. I answer them, you know, all the time. And there's like 900 people in there now. So everybody answers questions. But, you know, I would say do that, but, un you know, not being shameful <laughs> and, and really helping. I would say just, just follow the steps. You know, uh, one is know that you are an expert to somebody. To be an expert, you just have to be one or two steps ahead of where other people are. So whether it be, you know, algebra or plumbing or physical therapy or whatever it is, you're an expert to somebody. Okay. So know that the second thing I would say is pick your topic. So what in your huge area of expertise do you um, know the most about and are passionate about? If you can know a lot about it and be passionate about it, man, that's really amazing. Um, and have people interested in it. Those would be the three things, know a lot, passionate, and have people that are interested in learning. And that's like the trifecta of amazingness. Um, so that would be the second thing, pick your topic. The third thing would be know who your audience is going to be. 
And I did a live video on this yesterday, I believe, where I talked about, you know, write your book to one person in one situation. So I can help business owners. I can help anybody write a book, but I decided to not work with fiction because there's children's books and all these things that I, I love. And I want to write a children's book. I actually have one outlined on my whiteboard at home, but I don't want to help anybody do that because that's not my area of expertise. I help people with nonfiction books. And right now my niche is healthcare providers and healthcare providers that are business owners. So that's my one person, a healthcare provider that's a business owner. Now I can help anybody and everybody, but that's who I focus on because those are my people and those are who I understand the most because I've been a, in healthcare for 20 years. So pick your audience, one person, one situation, because then you know that we may be doing this podcast or doing this podcast who want, for people who want to be prosperous with life and, and, and everything, but it's going to, you know, really other people are going to resonate with it as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it, don't worry about, you know, focusing on one person. Other people are going to respond to it as well. The next thing I would say, write down everything you want that you can think of about your topic and do that mind map. The next thing would be outline your book. After you outline your book, set a timeline for it and then and stick to that. And I'm going to be honest with you. Listen, if you're going to write a book, so most business books are in the six inch by nine inch format. And that's what I usually do with all my clients. I've done some smaller and bigger, whatever, but that's what I think about. The average book's about 30 to 40,000 words. So on each page of a six by nine book with margins and formatting, it's about 250 to 300 words per page. So if you're going to write 30,000 words, it's 100 pages. Okay. So you just think, okay, I want to write 30,000 words by June the 1st. I will, I'm going to write, let's say 5,000 words a month. You know, that's a little over 13, 12, 1300 a week. It's not, it's not that bad, especially when you can dictate it and most of us speak about 150 to 200 words per minute. Um, I dictated 5,000 words one morning on the way driving to work, which is an 11 minute drive. And you know, that's 5,000 words. That's one sixth of a book, you know? Uh, so those are, those are really some simple tips that I tell everybody about, you know, believe in yourself, um, pick your topic, pick your audience, mind map your book, outline it, set your timeline and just start writing. That's awesome. I mean, the way you just broke that down was like, oh, yeah, OK, that is literally you could do it in the car. Absolutely. Like driving to work like, oh, I could just I mean, most of us have our phones in our hands anyway when we're not supposed to, when we're driving. So, yeah. Yeah. Is your phone in your hand right now? It's right here. Yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. My phone's right here. Exactly. You know, like even even while we're doing this podcast, our phones are still right here in front of us. Yes. So that's awesome. So, I mean, that's really great. Um, if you send me the link, I can put the link for your Facebook yeah. group if people would yeah, like absolutely. to. So, cause you, people that are in your Facebook group are, they're not just medical professionals. No. They're reading all, all books. It's, it's, it's anybody, you know, it's, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, I started that group one, cause I wanted to serve people and two, I wanted to have people that I was talking to that I could sell to just like anybody else that's mm -hmm. starting, you know, Facebook group like that. But um, there's a lot of healthcare professionals in there. But there's a lot of people that are teachers and, and, and other things, too, that just are in there. And I mean, every bit of the information is pertinent to everybody. It's um, and I, I do. I even do a case study on how one of my uh, clients that I worked with a little bit uh, to help her with, with kind of the finishing up product. She made five thousand dollars on her book within about four months. And it was because she was a, a mobile physical therapist and someone read her book and they decided to sign up for a one thousand. She's a cash pay PT. And they did five months with her of $1,000 each month because she handed them her $2 book. Wow. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. You can do that with any business. So let me ask you kind of like last question here for the person that doesn't think they're an expert in anything. Like, how do you, how do you help them get over that hurdle? Oh my gosh. I just slap them a couple of times (laughs) (laughs) virtually or or physically. I don't care. No, look, look, man. So my dad, my dad's 61. My dad um, doesn't have a college degree. He did go to college for a little while after I got out of, of college but he, he didn't finish with some health issues and things like that. But my dad is a, he knows plumbing, uh, electrical work, carpentry, uh, you know, heavy equipment stuff, maintenance like that. Like my dad is an expert to me on plumbing and electrician and carpentry. And, and I have my, I have a new office coming to my house, hopefully next week and we're going to put it together and he's going to help me do all the work on it. He's an expert to all that stuff to me. And I try to get him to write a book and start a YouTube channel and all this stuff. He just doesn't want to do it. Eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk him into it. But like, he's an expert. Like, he could he could come in your house uh, and and work on the ductwork behind you and the you know help fix that light or whatever it is. Like, he can do that stuff. So he's an expert to me on that. You are an expert to somebody. It doesn't matter. One of my my youngest author is seven years old. Okay, I was working with his parents. And they said, hey, he started seeing all this stuff that we were doing together. He said, dad, I want to write a book. Bob, I want to write a book. So he wrote one about getting along in school and, and building relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He's a seven-year-old author. He's an expert to six-year-old or five, you know, whatever. So hey, wow. you, you just have to get over yourself. There's this imposter syndrome that people like to throw around. Yeah. You know, are you the best person on the planet with, with something? Maybe, maybe not. But you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be a Tony Robbins. You don't. You don't have to be a Grant Cardone. You don't have to be all these guys who have made it in the world. You just have to know a little bit more than somebody else. And once you realize that every one of us do about something, then you go ahead. Yeah, that and that's absolutely like I completely agree. It's like you have to kind of understand your place. Is like there's yeah. there's always somebody that might know more than you, but there's also always going to be somebody that you know more than. So, you know, taking, take the word expert and you kind of throw it out and be like, you know, you write what you know. That's right. You, you're an authority in something. And that's the word I use more. That's what author authority comes from the word author. Okay. It means leader. It's it's Latin for leader. I believe don't quote me on that. I think I just heard that this week, but it is, you know, so I may be sounding dumber than I, than I need to, but listen, once I realized, so I'm not the best self-publishing person in the world. There are people, so there's Rob Cosberg, there's Chandler Bolt. Um, there's Dave Chesson who works in some self-publishing stuff. So those are three big names that are like three heroes to me. And I've had the honor to interview all three of them on my podcast but this is where i set myself loose so if i serve only healthcare business owners which i know that i won't i won't always just do that but if i always just say healthcare business owners there are over a hundred over two hundred thousand healthcare businesses that's just medical and physical therapy that's not including chiropractors massage yoga None of that. So 200,000. So don't you think I can make a living serving a population of 200,000? Yeah. I would have to hit 200 of them a year for a thousand years to to serve them all. I'm never going to do that. I'm not going to work a thousand more years, I hope. (laughs) So you know what I mean? Like you just have to throw out that you have to be everything to everybody. You just have to be something to somebody and you can do it. Yep. Absolutely. That's awesome right there. So that 
inspires me to go ahead and jump on writing my book and do it together. So send me that link. I might join the Facebook group just to, <laughs> just to have that, you know, have other people to yeah. talk to. And, you know, I think that's kind of one of, I know that's like one of my hurdles is feeling like I'm doing it by myself. So I'll Absolutely. get discouraged and I'll, you know, I'll set it aside and it'll be weeks or months before I look at it again. So like yeah. being able to have that encouragement is awesome. Community is huge. And, and, you know, I'll tell you, my, my business started in 2019. In September 2019 is when I did my LLC and all that. And I was doing everything alone. And so I was just making like make $1,300 here, 500 here, a little bit. And and then I hired, um, actually hired my sister as my virtual assistant. And so she does that stuff for me. So now I had two people doing it together. And then I, um, I realized that I didn't want to use Fiverr for everything because you're selling a quality um, product. You, you want to use quality people. And so I found a, an editor and then I found a book cover designer. And so once I started building my team and then I had a community, my team, that's when things started really picking up. And now you can offer more because you have more to give because you're not doing it all yourself. Yeah. So need that community. Awesome. That's awesome. So guys, I hope you have enjoyed it. This has been just awesome. I've been encouraged and, you know, get that book that's in you, write it out, move from that 80% to the 1% that, you know, if you've got an idea to write a book, you want to be able to serve people. Jeremy here is a great resource and just encouraging, giving us some knowledge and jewels and gems today. So I hope you guys have enjoyed it and that's it for today. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to leave your like links or uh, tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can find me at healthybooksplural.net. So healthybooks.net. Um, I can, you can reach me there and, and do a schedule a free call with me. I do free calls with people every day. And, you know, even if you're not going to be my client, sometimes I won't even tell you about my services. If you don't ask, I'll just try to give you 30 minutes of value and, and help you get your book done. So healthybooks.net. And you can search my Calendly links on the first page. You can go to Book Boss Tribe on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, um, Jeremy Sutton. And I'll be glad to help you any way I can. So, yeah, look for me. Awesome, awesome. Thank you once again, sir. Uh, I have enjoyed it. And, guys, that is it for today. You can see all the links for where you can find Jeremy. I'll put all of those in the show notes. And, guys, have a wonderful day.